I'm going to hit start and I'm going to do the intro and we're going to do this. So we're, we're live. Here we go. Okay. That's the wrong intro. Okay. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Hello everybody. Welcome once more to the chicken brothers for the podcast soul. I'm Mark J. Rooster. And with me is my brother from the same mother and the same two grandmothers, Neil J. Rooster. And we're here today with a secret topic that my brother from the same mother, same two grandmothers, Neil J. Rooster, does not know. He has to figure it out by the end of the episode. Like I said, this is Chicken Brothers. For the podcast soul, I'm Mark J. Rooster, and with me is my brother from the same mother and the same two grandmothers, Neil J. Rooster. Neil, as you know, and we're going to talk about this, is a demolition specialist. Um, he tears down buildings, but lately he's, he's specialized. He only tears down Taco Bells, which is uh, kind of interesting. And, uh, you know, I am still a car wash test technician. I, I specialize in getting cars the right kind of dirty to test the latest car wash technologies. That's what I do. And we have a guest today. A guest, do you want to identify yourself and tell all the folks who listen to this podcast what you do? Uh, hi, yeah, this is uh, Chris, Chris Columbus. Oh. And I am an astronaut proctologist. I do all that spaceship. <laughs> Welcome, oh, welcome, Chris. Welcome to the yeah, to the show. Now, um, Neil, I, I might. You know how when we were kids, I would sometimes call you by your middle name, like as a code. You used to call me by my middle name. I understand. Yeah, it was yes. a, it was I'm like following. a code. If I do that again during the show, I just don't want you to get confused because you stopped using your middle name for like, gosh, thirty, forty, like three years. Yeah, yeah, and my middle name used to be Joey, but you know, Joe. Yeah, seems like more of an adult, an adult middle name. Yeah, I agree. You know? So, um, Neil, you are roboting, and I don't know if it's a bandwidth thing on my end. Probably on my end, because Skype sucks. Yeah, and I think it's because of uh, Corona. So, uh, Chris, do you, have you been on a lot of con calls, a lot of Zoom calls, and Skype and WebEx and stuff? Uh, it's a lot of WebEx. Yeah. Yeah. In uh, my place of employment, <clears throat> do you um, do you do it with video? Uh, we've been advised to turn the video off, and that's to save bandwidth because awesome. um, there's so many folks tunneled in. Yeah, uh, can't can't manage it all. How about you, uh, Neil, Joe? Can I just call you Joe? I'm sorry. I, I just feel like we're kids again here. It, that would be less confusing for me because I worked with a Neil once, oh. the uh, astronaut proctologist, and. Yeah. I was going to say a lot of people do kneel, and then if somebody, you know, yeah. and you were saying that people were tunneled in, and I was wondering, as a proctologist, how do you tunnel in remotely? <laughs> do you, it, and you have to turn the video off. So, like, I, I was thinking maybe remotely this could work, because if somebody puts, you know if, that, let's say, you're you're in space, right? And, and you're doing remote conferencing, and you have to do exams, and you have to do, you know, you're checking in on your patients. And I thought, well, that could work. They could stick a camera up their butt. It comes up on his screen, and he can tell them what's wrong with their butt from space. This is all great. But now you have to turn the 
you have to turn the video off. So I don't know. I guess you just have to ask important questions. Well, I mean, let me tell you about astronauts. I mean, those assholes just <laughs> very difficult to work with. I mean, they can't get the camera pointed in the right end to save their lives. So <laughs> asshole astronauts. <laughs> And the, the whole topic is really a, a black hole. I don't know if you want to go there. <laughs> I should have warned you, uh, Neil Joe, Neil Rooster, that um, Chris is really good at the whole. Like you, I'll put up a tweet, and it'll be a stupid pun, and then Chris come right back. He's like, better pun. Well, I mean, his profession is just ripe for this. Yeah, absolutely, you know? absolutely. Well, um, rather than talk about work, we're here to have fun. Um, I want to bring up a few topics if you guys are cool with that. Just you can just you know, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Here's the first one. So I want to get your opinions. Um, now, Chris and I live in Seattle, Texas, right? <clears throat> yes. And there's a street, Chris. You probably know about. There's a street that's that's sort of well known for being the one that the prostitutes walk up and down when they're soliciting business. And it's mm-hmm. really convenient, I gotta say, because it's right next to uh, a Krispy Kreme. It's right next to uh, Jack in the Box. I, you could probably make a joke about Jack in the Box, but, um, <laughs> but um, you're it's, saying all in the same area, you can yeah. take care of a lot of different hedonic yeah. pleasures. That's right, and I, you guys know, I am not anti-prostitute. I I don't use them, but I am not opposed to the profession. I think it's indeed noble. Uh, they are workers. Uh, seriously, I I'm I'm not being goofy here. We've talked about it before, but you support them. You just don't directly support them financially. You, no, I, I I just I don't. I also don't go to a gynecologist. I also don't um, go into right. space to have somebody look up my butt, right? Yeah, so, yeah. I get but it. I'm not against any of those jobs either. So anyway, they dress a certain way, right, to advertise their wares, so to speak. Now, if you are a woman or a man, but let's say woman, who puts on clothes hmm. that aren't necessarily prostitute clothes, but they could be. I mean, they're probably decent, but somebody could make the wrong assumption, you know, like really high cut shorts, right? Or a really blousey tank top. If you are wearing that and you're on this street and somebody thinks you're a prostitute, whose damn fault is that? No, I I think if somebody, (laughs) if somebody makes that mistake, you know, that's a reasonable, honest mistake to make. Yeah. But I, I don't think that I don't think it warrants like if I saw somebody that was maybe dressed in a, in a way that might advertise their sexuality. If I was walking down that street and I see someone dressed that way, I'm not going to, you know, scream, you're a fucking hooker at them. You want to maintain social etiquette, yeah. right? You wouldn't do that, and I wouldn't but, do but, that. But, but, but internally, if you're if you're just like, oh, it's, I wonder if that person is a sex worker because, you know, half of their bosom is hanging out of yeah. the top of their their blouse or their halter top or whatever it is. Um, I think it's an honest mistake. Uh, but where were you going with this? Well, I'm just saying that, like, here. if if you're a woman who does not want to be identified that way, whether it's because you just don't want to be hassled or you don't support the business or you do, but it's your day off or whatever, I don't know. You know, shouldn't you, you, you know where you are, you know what you're going to be doing. And I'm not saying these women ask for it, okay? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying they ask for it. I'm not saying that. I am not saying that. I am not saying that. In fact, let's change the subject. No, I want to hear what Chris has to say. Chris. Yeah, I I can identify with somebody in that situation. 
though. Uh, you know, there was that time that I wore a buffalo plaid shirt to the lights of Christmas, mm-hmm. and that that was the staff uniform, and it just got really awkward, you know, being solicited in the men's room. I see, I see. <laughs> yeah. And so, so, but but again, did you this, know? Honest, I mean, honest mistakes, mistakes are made. Right? Yeah. Uh, but did you know going yeah, in that that was possible, Chris? I mean, that's what I'm getting at. If you didn't know, like if you get up in the morning, okay, Chris, you get up in the morning, you shave your legs, you put on a push-up bra, you put on some lipstick, you put on a tight skirt and a long wig, right? You walk out onto yeah, the that's street. A fucking day for me. Well, I'm just saying, you walk out onto the street. Somebody says, "Excuse me, miss, how much for a BJ?" Are you going to be like, why would you think I'm a prostitute? I'm a man, asshole. I mean, would you say that where you're like, oh, that's right. I'm on that street. You don't have to I, I answer have that to question. Ask, Jason, were you in a situation on that street? Is this is this question coming from a personal experience recently? No, I was just, I was driving along the street and it's a major thoroughfare, yes. okay? I'm not saying that I drive up and down the street just because there's lots of prostitutes and two bikini baristas and a couple sex shops and there's also weed shops. I'm not saying that. That's coincidence, okay? All right? Mm-hmm. But I was, and at a bus stop, there was a woman standing there and, you know, went through my head. I wonder if that's a prostitute. And then I thought, mm, I'm not really sure. She sort of dressed the way one would, maybe not. And then that's when it occurred to me, you know what? I'm not going to ask her, obviously. It's like... I think asking a woman if she's a prostitute is not too different from asking a woman if she's pregnant, right? You just don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I wasn't going to ask her, but I was looking, thinking, yeah. I was thinking, why are you? Pa. Yeah, why? Why would if is she dressing that way? Because she, she doesn't know. Of course, she knows. She, she knows. Why does she do that? Why is she pushing the boundaries? I, and that's what happened. So that's why I brought it up. You know what, though, it, it's it's a time it's a time and a place type of thing. I mean, there's. If you go to any nightclub, there's going to be lots of people that are dressed to kind of advertise their sexiness. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think it really is the location where you're like, you know what? This Normally, someone dressed like this on this street at this time, uh, the assumption is maybe they're a prostitute. But if you took people that were dressed like that, put them in a nightclub, everybody in there, you wouldn't assume that anyone's a prostitute. Exactly. So maybe that's what I should have thought. <laughs> this woman is not a prostitute. She's not ignorant. She's just on her way to a nightclub at three in the afternoon, right? Yeah. It can happen because they don't have windows. <laughs> looking at the, the evidence, the facts and data of the situation, could anything be inferred by her jack-in-the-box order? Or no? <laughs> See, that's – I should have asked her. I should have said, excuse me, ma'am, I have a question I want to ask you, but I'm a little bit nervous. Can I buy you a jack-in-the-box? And you can have whatever you want. Yeah. And then if she said, like, I want the hot dog, I want the corn dog, I want – I'd be like, okay, all right. That was a lame joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Should we look? I was going with. I, I think Jack in the Box. If you're talking about, if you're tr- going to try and make a sex joke, it, it is its own joke. You know, it you is have jacked in the box. Yeah, it, you're done. All right. All you have to yeah, do is raise it. an eyebrow. That's the joke. You say Jack in the Box. You raise an eyebrow, and people are like, yeah, Jack mm-hmm. in the Box. Anyway, um, I have some materials that I want to. Um, play for you guys that i've been preparing for today's show uh here on chicken brothers for the podcast so um and i'll make sure we have time for that but first what do we have to do with covid so should we talk a little bit about should we get the latest on our experiences gentlemen we do a little check-in yeah see how everybody's doing chris how are you handling the uh social isolation uh well the family's there so that's <laughs> good uh short commute that's yeah. also good it's definitely 
the change of pace to not see any coworkers or friends. Yeah. Doing some new things, new experiences like this. Yeah. Uh, okay. Watching uh, movies over video conference, things like that. Yeah. I mentioned on the show last week, listener, that um, I was doing FaceTime and wine, and uh, Chris and his wife and my wife and I did a uh, video chat while watching Cabin in the Woods, and and it was a it was fun. It was a good. It's a good movie. I love it. Is your wife? Yeah. Go ahead. Every, every uh, paradigm shift, I think, has kind of winners and losers, and I think that's true now economically uh, and in other ways. Um, but even socially, in my own life, like I found that uh, you know keeping in touch more with my family than I was before, but less with other people. So okay. it's just been kind of interesting to see uh, how everything is affected. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I feel like I've been in touch with you and your. What is your wife's name? And it. I uh, just to let you know, my wife's name is. Um, what's my wife's name, Joe? Allison. Allison. That's right, Allison. Allison Christ. <laughs> Um, and I, I, I keep saying to Chris, keep saying your wife, because I didn't want to say her name without your permission. So, um, what's your wife's name? Uh, yeah, Daisy. Daisy. That's right. That's right. Good old Daisy. Um, she did not like the movie, did she? Uh, no, she, uh, <laughs> she felt it was a little scary. Yeah. Yeah. But it resolved. Okay. This is a movie episode. So, um, the, the whole fate, the FaceTime and wine thing, I think is great in a situation like this. I, I really kind of feel like it's still on topic. Like, how are we coping with this? Well, yeah, yeah. FaceTime and wine is awesome. And I think a lot of people are taking advantage of technology to, you know, connect with each other. And that idea of watching movies together remotely with other couples, I just think it's a great idea. <laughs> and I like this. I'm, I'm burning inside with questions about uh, how this Cabin in the Woods thing went. I'm, I'm a little bit envious, honestly. I love the movie, and I'm hearing that your wife, Chris, Daisy, she didn't like the movie because because it was scary. Now, I know a lot of people that are like that. that it's not anything particularly against the movie. It's that horror movies are not their cup of tea, yeah. and when movies get too scary, then people just want to stop watching them. It's uncomfortable. It was it yeah, was that so, Daisy's experience. So scary movies were banned from our repertoire for the longest time uh, until COVID nineteen, and I no longer went on business travel, leaving her home alone. Oh, okay, yeah. And now they're back. Here. Ah, so yeah, you, you're right. Winners and losers. You're a winner in that That's sense. That's right. Winners yeah. and losers. That'll be the the name of tonight's episode. Okay, I was going to call it Monique Alexander, but you're right. I'm going to call it Winners and Losers. That's I like that. Um, you know what, though, Jason? I, I'm not sure if we did uh, that experience quite right, the FaceTime and wine, because yeah. we got on the horn, you know, maybe 9 p.m. or something, and yeah. we started drinking around 3. <laughs> <laughs> you were... <laughs> yeah, Chris Come on, in... that makes that makes remote cabin yeah. in the woods. Oh, that's funny. Remote yeah. cabin in the woods. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that must have made it really fun. I have I have more questions for you guys, if you don't mind, about this experience. Yeah, sure. What what are the rules, especially when you're watching like a scary movie, and a movie like that, when it where it isn't just a scary movie, it's also like a funny movie. It's also very meta. There's all sorts of layers of entertainment and and discussion that can be had about that movie. What were the rules? Was it do you hit? Who had control of the movie? And and were you did you have to hit pause? Um, while people talked smack or uh, tried to process different or, or discuss like what was going to happen next, like what not, were the rules? Not required very many pauses, if I recall. Oh, we had yeah. a one, two, three, go to get playing, and we took a little bit to get that synced up. Uh, yeah, because we didn't. At that point forward, we just kind of bantered back and forth over the movie. 
Yeah, we we both oh. played it on our ends. There wasn't one movie playing. We both put it up on our TVs, I think on Hulu or something, and then hit go. Yeah. <laughs> of course. For some reason, I thought one person <laughs> had the movie. That's how terrible I am. I, I, you know what? When we do this, when we do this FaceTime and wine thing, Jason, you're gonna have to take control because I already have some stupid ideas about it. Like, well, I guess I'm gonna have to put it up on the computer screen and share the screen somehow. Uh, oh man, how no. are we gonna do this? No, I no, just no. don't know. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you did one, two, three. Go. You're both yeah. watching the the movie. Yeah. So then, what do you do if you have to pause? You guys have to. Then you have to resync. Then though. We didn't right? pause. There was no pauses. Yeah. You did not pause. Yeah. Okay. There was a part. You did it all in one shot. I had to go right. pee from the time Thor crashes motorcycle into the invisible wall to the end. I had to pee the whole time, but no pauses. So. Yeah. <laughs> well. That's such a good scene, you know. I might, I might just go in my pants. <laughs> I just, might. I love it so much. There's Why something, I go to the bathroom, yeah. you Chris. Know? You should know, um, uh, Neil Joe here. He's a, a an avid horror film fan, and I am a fan too, but not like Joe. And I don't mean Joe is like a nerd about it. Like he's he's not. But he and his his wife like to um, eat, take out Chinese food, snuggle up, and watch a couple horror films. I'm really jealous. Um, on many levels, but I do yeah. feel like a lucky gentleman in that way that my wife likes to do that. However, I have this problem. This is a little bit of a tangent, but you yeah. probably heard this before, Jason. I have this problem where I like horror movies so much that if it's the right time of night, I I feel calmed and uh, soothed by horror movies. Yeah. And so I will fall asleep. My wife will be in the thick of it, you know, getting scared <laughs> and freaked out. When I go to sleep, then there's a problem. And I'll get hit. I'll get physically <laughs> accosted because I'm going to sleep. And uh, she'll get pissed because if I can't stay awake, then she has to turn the movie off. Because the only way she'll watch a horror movie at night is if I'm with her. Because she will get, she'll get scared. She likes to get scared. But uh, she, she likes to have me conscious. What's so. the most recent horror film you guys watched? Oh, boy. The most recent horror film that we watched was, oh, I talked about this on the show. We watched the new version of The Grudge, which really was like The Grudge Part 5. They they just call yeah. it The Grudge as if it were a reboot, but it was just Part 5. It kind of yeah. took into account all the other movies, and I looked on Rotten Tomatoes, and this phenomenon I'm aware of already, but the, the scores were really low. And I don't really trust that anyway, but this yeah. was the ultimate example of that where I think it's like 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. It was unjust, really. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like there was a campaign against this filmmaker or something, <laughs> but we watched it and it was super scary. I thought and you guys watched actually, The Nun. I'm sorry to interrupt you. what? I, Neil, sorry. I thought your most recent horror film was The Nun. Am I wrong? Oh, right. Uh, it's hard for me to think of that as the most recent horror movie. I've actually seen that movie a few times, so it okay. just seems like background noise now. Fair enough. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. That doesn't count because the most recent one you've seen new is The Grudge Part 5 or whatever, or New Grudge. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was scary as hell, really. Right. I highly recommend it to anybody. I don't know what happened there. Nobody understood it. Nobody thought it was scary or well done. or like. Okay, but... Yeah. But, Joe, you also recommended to me that TV show that I think is in German or Dutch or something. Dutch? About the, the, the girl who joins the secret society, right? It's called, like... Uh, I it's no, called, I never saw that one. No, yeah, no, you did. You I, said you I, just finished it. That was really, really brutal. Um, it was right up my alley because it's got a whole bunch of the whole possession and God shit in it, which I'm into, right? 
No, no, that's Marianne. Marianne, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I haven't seen yeah, it, but I read the plot synopses. That thing yeah. is disgusting. I mean, that thing is over the top gross. There is more suicide in that than uh, than Wall Street on a. I don't know. what I'm saying. <laughs> Look, Let's... man, I think that you're mixing up two different shows here. Oh yeah, I really do. Yeah, Marianne is. It's about a witch. Okay, and there's some religious stuff going on in there, but like, yeah. uh, it's just a it's just a scary show about a witch that's possessing people, like one person after another, and uh, it kind of channels her evil through this author who writes stories that then become true. It's really good. It's really well. There, actually, there's some stuff in that show that's super cheesy and over the top, and made me my eyeballs rolled out of my skull and down the street. But uh, but that was only a few moments. Most of it is really well done. I swear to God, you're thinking of a different show I that you're is right. super controversial, and I never saw it. I, I think I hit play and fell asleep. You know what? <laughs> I'm confusing things. them because Marianne is in French and the other one is in Dutch, and you mentioned subtitles, and that's why I screwed up. Okay, let me ask Chris. Chris well, I'm glad that we cleared that up. Yes. Yeah. Damn it, Marianne's a good show. Okay. And, and The Grudge is a good movie, and everybody. God damn it, for Christ's sake, watch the Babadook. <laughs> Say it one more time. Babadook is in on, I don't want to belabor the point, but the Babadook is on every horror top 10 list. Like you go to any, you go to IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, you go to Screen Rant, you go to uh, Fangora, you go to um, horrorinmypants.com. <laughs> well, look, a lot of people seem to agree with me on the Babadook. Yeah, and yeah. Nobody fucking agrees with me on the grudge. So like, I don't know if anybody can trust my taste. I'm just saying... That's what I like. Chris, what and, are the uh, chances that Daisy would watch The Grudge? Uh, zero. Literally zero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about well, if the- you guys FaceTimed and wind it? Does that take the edge off a little bit? Would, would Daisy even consider that? The Grudge. FaceTime and wind. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, um, uh, I Allison, say, out of the me, woods must have been pretty rough, though. That must what, have been what's interesting tough. to me it's about Daisy is like for me, uh, you know, horror movies that um, have a realistic premise, uh, they stick with me more. You know, like yeah. obsessive person stalking the house, you know, like that shit could happen, you know, lock yeah. the door. But like the supernatural stuff, I'm like, ah, what the fuck ever, you know, like right. it kind of rolls off me. But she's like the opposite. Like that stuff really gets to her. So, okay. So she's oh. not going to watch The Grudge. Probably not going to watch The Babadook. Yeah. I'm just going to ask you. And then we'll move on. Um, Chris, uh, can you think of the next... Can you think of a horror movie, A, that you want to see, whether Daisy wants to or not, or can you think of one that she... You could probably talk her into with some, you know, alcohol and some promises of diamonds or whatever you guys do. I don't know. We're friends, I but we're not... I think she might watch Bird Box with me. Bird Box, really? Yeah. Okay. That movie, I did not think, was scary. It's very tense. Joe, did you see that one? Yeah, and I kind of liked it, and there was yeah. some suspense in it. Yeah, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know if scary is the right. So I, think I guess you, there were maybe some scary moments. Yeah, there it were a couple. I guess there were a couple of tense moments when people freaked out. So that's a good. Yeah, I think I think that's good. You know, Chris, you can like start to lower her her uh, horror hate. And, and you know, I, if I could kind of contextualize for our our audience, our listeners out there, the yeah. disposition of my wife Daisy. Um, I shit you not, the top email sitting in my inbox right now. I'm looking at it. Says, last will and testament, invitation to edit. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So, so we're getting our affairs in order. I, it may or may not be correlated to having watched <laughs> Captain in the Woods. I'm not sure. 
she did say that she's breaking up with us. That's true. Yeah. Um, so okay, yeah, Bird Box. I we watched that. Um, I saw that, and I read the book too. So, and there's no difference between the two. Um, are you guys Are you guys kind of looking for the next movie for the, for the the follow up session? Like, are you guys kind of tossing around ideas? Am I, am I, is that what I'm hearing sort here? Sort of, yeah. I you mean, know, I, I think we're just starting that discussion right now in real time. Yeah. yeah. I got probably um, Allison and Daisy are talking about it while we're doing this. Um, and on to, to Daisy's credit, she didn't she didn't actually say that we were dead to her. She, I mean, she said those words, but, you know, she said them as a friend. You know, like friends say, you're dead to me. Um, so I think we're going to defer to her. Yeah, it's term of endearment. Yeah, we're going to defer to her because she was a real, you know, soldier through the whole thing. She 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 stuck it out. I'm, I'm proud of her. Chris, are you proud of Daisy? Well, I'm proud of Daisy. Yeah, okay. Look, if you don't like horror movies and you made it all, you, all the way through a FaceTime and wine viewing of Cabin in the Woods, there's scary shit in that movie. She deserves yeah. to be commended for that. I want to make a recommendation for the next choice. Okay, of okay. And that would be Sophie's choice, because <laughs> the, <laughs> the reason why is, and I want to explain this to Chris. Okay. Every once in a while, Chris, I make a Sophie's choice joke, but I am trying to innovate the Sophie's choice joke. That is, I don't make it as a as a normal kind of shitty stand up comedian might make uh, a Sophie's choice joke. I try to just bring it up inappropriately, and it has it has very little to do with making a choice. It's just about Stating that movie <laughs> in a context, maybe we are talking about movies, and you just either recommend it or I remember once we were talking about uh, we're making up, <laughs> we're talking about porn movies, oh, uh, and eventually I was like, you know what? I think the best porn movie ever, Sophie's Choice. So I'm just trying to branch out. <laughs> I'm just trying to branch out with my Sophie's Choice humor because I feel like uh, the way it's normally used is overused. It's a black metaphorical. Indeed. Yeah, that was very meta. I like that. Um, hey, we're almost at the halfway point, and like I said, I got some things to present. I could either, I could give you guys a choice. Okay, one has to do with COVID, the other has to do with boobs. It's totally up to you guys. Hey, so when it comes to me guessing what the theme is, the yeah. secret theme, yeah, I'm not going to outright guess it until the end. But it, can I just make statements that might clue you in as to whether or not I'm on the right track? Like, can I? Yeah. Yeah. So just to be clear, it's not necessarily the case that I'm doing this, Joe, Neil, Neil, Joe, Joe, Neil Rooster, that you, it's not like a, like a test. Like you get, you go to the end, you say what it is. It's just a topic that I didn't want to bring up to you in advance, nor do I want it to influence how we do this. I know what's going on. So if you guess it, that's awesome. But if you, but if you don't, that's, you know, it's not, that's not my goal. My goal isn't to get you. Well, my goal is to get you, but not in a gotcha way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but go, but go ahead, tell me what's on your first, mind. At first, you you were talking a lot. Of, well, first you said rooster, and immediately I'm like, we're talking about cocks. And I was like, no, we talk about <laughs> cocks all the time. <laughs> it can't be cocks. That's too easy. You know what I mean? But then I was kind of getting this bizarro vibe, like yeah. everything, like it's fucking opposite day. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and uh, so that's where my mind was going. Yeah. I felt like you were sticking with that but that again that seems too easy you're you're a puzzle guy i feel like maybe you were going to go a little bit deeper or maybe a little bit more complex than that than just opposite no no it's uh okay i'm gonna be straight honest with you neil joe rooster and you too 
Chris, husband of Daisy. Um, the reason why I did this uh, is to motivate myself to actually do some prep for the show for a goddamn change. That's all it was. It's like, get off your ass. Neil does this all the time. He does lots of great prep. He prepares things. He puts it in the Dropbox, and we play it. And I'm sitting here with my thumb up my butt going, that's pretty good. So that's really all it was. Yeah. I'm lying right now, but that's really, that's really all it was. So... Um, <laughs> So let's do this. You guys, do you want to get? Do you want to do the the COVID one, or do you want to do the boobs one? Yeah, you know, just, just a brief go back, Jason. Yeah, yeah. Before we move on, uh, you know that phrase, "You're dead to me." I, I have to agree with what you said because you know when you solicited me in the men's room of the lights of Christmas, <laughs> that's what I said. But we got over it. Yeah, you know, so we did. <laughs> we did, and it's funny you mentioned that, uh, Chris, because we're not going to play today. But I wrote a song for Neil, Joe, Neil to record at some time. And it has a lot to do with what you just talked about. So that'll come up a little bit later. All right. So, yeah. And you know what? The, I have to make mention of that. So the, there will be more obscenitized songs this year. Yeah. Um, I've decided though, that I'm going to try and do only COVID related songs. And, and, and that's sweeping the nation there. Everybody's making up lyrics oh, to songs. Are. I feel like, I feel like everybody's with me, like rewriting lyrics to songs right now. I oh, yeah. feel really connected to the entire nation and the entire world, rewriting lyrics to songs. I'm going to stick with COVID songs until things get back to normal. And then when things get back to normal, there's going to be a fucking deluge of I fucked your mom songs, like coming <laughs> at you. Awesome. Awesome. Um, <laughs> speaking of. Well, she's been the only one around for so long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking of, I think you've got your answer, Jason. I think we're going COVID. Okay, okay, okay. Um, has anybody done a? Uh, you know, the I think it was the Kinks who did my Sharona. Has anyone done that one? My Corona. You think that would be the obvious one, right? It should be the first yeah, one. Yeah, somebody did it. Okay, somebody I figured as much. Yeah, I figured as much. Yes, who did it? Who? Fucking Adam Corolla. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right I'll, I'll give <laughs> him that, that disappointing? one. Disappointing. Oh, a little fuck. bit, but he's you know he's still a professional um just so you know chris uh we did um joe did um the uh the golden earring song uh twilight zone there we go twilight zone yeah, sorry twilight zone here that's the one yeah just to, just to give you a taste the toilet bowl can't wipe my own a couple months ago yeah did not go to Costco. Now the toilet paper's gone. Yeah. And the, yeah. that's that's why I, instead of recording the one I wrote, I sent it to, to Neil Joe, Neil, because uh, he's a better singer than I am. I did a Rage Against the Machine song. Um, it's uh, it's Don't Socialize. That's right. I think it's a weakness. And it's right outside a door. Don't socialize. <laughs> <laughs> It's, I don't know why I did it in that voice. Um, maybe because I don't have any other voice. All right, so um, here we go. Well, that, uh, the whole Costco toilet paper thing resonates with me because my remote proctology screenings have shit have gotten hairy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that makes sense. If you're a proctologist right now, a TP shortage could really make your job that much more odious. Um, okay, I'm gonna play uh. this thing. It's this is not a song. This is um. This is a public service announcement. That's what they call these things, PSAs. Yeah, here's a public service announcement. And uh, here we go. I'll just play it for you. Hello. My name is Rob. I used to be an artificially intelligent research assistant for TMZ. But I'm here today to talk to you about something very important. Your health. As most people know, 
there is a virus called corona raging across the globe, it can even infect celebrities, but there's one thing you can do to help stop corona. Wash your hands, I am a robot, and cannot get corona. But I can get computer viruses. To show you what corona can do to you if you don't wash your damn hands, I am going to click on a link in one of those spam emails. Okay. Dear sir, click here if you want to be 3, 4, or even 5 inches longer. Well, I am already 68 inches long, if I lie down, but never mind. Click. Oh I see. They didn't mean body length they meant- Whoa. Did you feel that? Jesus Christ, this virus works fast. Oh no, smell my soup. Kate Blanchett's cans did the shimmy sham as she slam danced the fandango with the band Hansen and the band's fans. Hansen, wash your damn Hansen. And 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 after Terry Hatcher crammed her hands down Tony Danza's pants she landed the role of Blanche in the gold gold golden girls versus the pirates of the pants. I am the very model. I am, I am a man. I am what I am. What I am is what I am. Wash your damn Hanson. I can't understand why a man would hold glamour puss for ransom. Glamour puss. Glamour puss. Glamour puss. Wash your goddamn glamour puss 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 puss. Hanson. 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 Ah, poor Rob. That guy. Sacrificing himself for the good of humankind. Again. Full disclosure for oh, our listener and for, for Chris. Rob is based on um, a person that Neil Joe Neil knows uh, named uh, Bob, who I would love to hear from. I think he he should give us uh, the latest on his point of view of COVID because Bob is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Stroke and Bob. Uh, yeah. He, you know, we've, we thought that we lost him a few times. Every now. time, I don't know. yeah. Maybe he's still around. But Broken <laughs> Rob... I thought that he was done for the last time we heard him, but apparently he got rebooted, reprogrammed or yeah. something. Uh, but now he's in bad shape again. He's so. hanging tough. Um, we're going to hear from him again soon, I promise. So everybody, yeah, wash your hands, people. And don't touch your face and quit licking strangers for crying out loud. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I saw a video that made me really happy. This guy, like, spit on an orange at a produce stand, and, and the guy behind the counter ran out and hit him in the fucking head so hard that he crashed through the oranges. Uh, I don't know if that's the correct response, but it felt it felt right emotionally. I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. It was with an open hand, too. Like, that's the the greatest open-handed takeout I think I've ever seen. Oh, so my... you saw this one, huh? It yes. is good. Yeah. I saw it in GIF form, so it happened over and over again, and I just I turned into the Kool Aid guy, or I turned into like Macho Man Randy Travis. I was just like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah." yeah I, you know, what what I was left unclear on about that was, you know, there's the guidance for touching your own face, but apparently touching others' faces is okay. Yeah, you know? yeah, you can touch other. So when someone's gonna have to come up and slap, you know, the second guy. Yeah. Well, it did. <laughs> Upon reflection, I was like, I, I don't know if that was the right response. I mean, the he spit on the oranges. Maybe all the oranges are fucked then at that point anyway. But he did come out, put his hand into the guy's filthy face, and then the guy's face went into the oranges. And <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it just seemed like a huge explosion of germs. How was this? <laughs> so I don't know if he made anything better, but it just it seemed vengeful enough for my taste. How was this being filmed? I mean, was it like... 
the orange guy's like, hey, I'm going to get famous spitting on oranges, and then he got busted? Or What, what was your take on it, Chris? I uh, Maybe I'm not recalling it right. I thought it was like CCTV style. Oh, okay. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it seemed, it seemed like it. It seemed okay. like some security camera or something. Well, then why but, did uh, the guy he, spit on the oranges? What was his motivation? Well, I feel like somebody, I feel like somebody called him out on some, some bad behavior. Like maybe he, maybe he touched his face and then touched an orange anyway. And then he oh. was like, fuck you. He seemed very like, fuck you. I'm going to spit on the orange now. Okay. Type of thing. And yeah. then he got popped. So, yeah. You know, that reminds me, I mean, I, Chris, I don't know if you want to tell this story, and if you don't, that's fine, maybe you can make something up, or you could just tell me to fuck myself, which, you know, Corona, <laughs> I do a lot these days. Social distancing. Anyway, didn't you have an experience recently with an idiot who sides on the with the wrong, no? You okay. caught somebody oh, behaving this, badly? Uh, I, I don't know if this is what you're talking about. You know, walks in the neighborhood, there are folks that are more or less uh, cognizant, conscientious, you know, and kind of run away from people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I like to see. That's who I yeah. am out on the streets. Yeah, it's good. No, I'm, I mean, didn't you tell us about, like, you saw a neighbor who you don't talk to very much anyway, and he's, like, got on the red Trump hat, and he's touching his face and spitting on oranges, and you just glared at him like, I'm glad we got social distancing, or I'd slap you through a bunch of oranges or something. Didn't you have that experience? Oh, the, the Trump sticker was the only bad behavior, but it was just as visceral as all that, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, it was just a Trump sticker? He didn't, like, sneeze in an old lady's face and, like, rub his bare genitals all over a <laughs> pile of oranges? <laughs> no, this was not at the supermarket. This was next door to my house. Yeah. Uh, oh. He just uh, dro- dropped off the neighbor's kid, which means they're not social distancing for oh, one. That's... And he has a big red truck and a big red Trump sticker and Trump 2020. and Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how political you guys get, but... Um, I'm, that I would. I'm going to go ahead and assume that he's licking doorknobs. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm serious. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. yeah, if you're wearing the hat and you got the sticker, you're licking doorknobs. You're at the point where you're like 200,000 dead people. Okay, how many people got killed on 9/11? Only 3,000. So you know, we're going to beat that record. Yeah, yeah. My, my emotional response. But I mean, we've had past uh, interactions with this particular gentleman. He's uh, the house two houses down. Uh, he's literally the crazy Russian uncle, and like he comes over on the Fourth of July with his Trump paraphernalia, and he's the one like throwing the bottle rockets like at the other Fourth <laughs> of July oh participants, you know, surprising people by lighting off cherry bombs behind them. Okay, uh, things like that. All right, all right. We don't usually get too political, but we kind of couldn't help it, but because lately, because of the whole covid corona do you do either of you on a lighter note do you go corona do you go covid do you go c19 i mean what's your what's your nom de jour what's your nom de regular i'm switching it up all the time yeah honestly it's coronavirus it's covid19 sometimes i'll just call it covid you know yeah me too i'm all i don't know maybe that's not a sexy answer Maybe we could come up with some new names for it. I'm not saying we should do that right now on the spot, but... Well, are you guys familiar with... Um, so, everybody's staying in and, you know, couples ostensibly maybe are, are having more sexual congress. Yeah. Um, and and so, the kids that are born nine months from now are going to be called children of the quarn. <laughs> Because uh, of the quarantine? I got it, yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Anyway, I thought that was cute. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> The corn. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. I mean, people will say, well, I didn't ever get it, so what was the big deal? And you're like, fucker, you stayed in your house for four months straight. You got it. You didn't get the virus, but you were affected. You lost your goddamn job, asshole. 
Everybody's been affected. I think that's what it comes down to. We as a nation can't say that only some of us have it. No, we all have it. It's just, you know, the self-isolation thing. My favorite thing is I was watching John Oliver and he played a clip of Glenn Beck talking about how, you know, I don't know, it's hard to listen to Glenn Beck when he speaks, but he was saying something about how, oh, the economy is going to go to shit and people, he was basically advocating for people to just get back to work, I think. Yeah. And it occurred to me as I watched this asshole that he was clearly sitting in his fucking basement. Like this is, this is it didn't seem to me that he was in a in a studio. It was uh, clear to me that he was social distancing. He was in quarantine himself. So anyway, I just wanted to say that to to, to cap off the political portion of this podcast, gotcha. I'd like to say fuck Glenn Beck. Okay, and uh, hey, we can yeah, all get so, behind it. I think so. Yeah, I yeah. Think so. and if and you, you know, at least it gives us. Um, you know, empathy. You should never begin a statement with at least, but uh, <laughs> at least it uh, gives us an opportunity to reset the generational monikers because we got like Gen X, Y, Z, and we got no fucking where to go. You know, but now we can go yeah. back to Gen C because we got Gen COVID coming out <laughs> yeah. in uh, nine months here. So. Yeah, that's Gen- right. Yeah, you're right. We got we had Z, and it's like, what are we gonna do? Zen double A? That's stupid. The battery generation. Fuck those guys. But yeah, I like that Gen C. We get to start over. Yeah. We got this thing scoped out. This is good. Um, we we got fit about fifteen minutes left. Um, I'm gonna move us away from Corona if I can. I, I still didn't get to ask enough questions about the FaceTime and wine. I hate yeah. to backtrack. Okay, real quick you before you I... do that, Joe. Before you do that, FaceTime yes. and wine is is a fine name. My wife and I came up with it. But what if people use Zoom? Is there like a Zoom and Boom? I mean, what would you call it if? Like if you're using WebEx and NoSex, I mean, what's the um? How do you you Skype and bunch of tripe? I'm just struggling here. There's got to so be. I, I got one. I got one to try on. Okay. Try it on. See how it feels. See how it fits. Okay. Okay. You know, you got like Zoom Happy Hour. It's Zappy Hour. Zappy Hour. Okay. Okay. Zappy yeah. Hour. That's that reminds me of the text Joe sent me. Zappy Hour. Yeah, that reminds me of the text Joe sent me. At Neil Joe Neil Neil Joe sent me a text today of uh of a lizard running across water. He called the lizard Jesus Christ or Jesus lizard. I said, um, he's baptizing himself with every step. And Joe's like, no, he's, he's, did you say flaptizing himself? Like, yeah. well, if you flap your feet around enough in the water, yeah. I guess you can, you can flaptize yourself. Yeah. Flaptized. I like that. So, um, I like zappy hour. Um, Joe, I don't want to put you on the spot. You got anything with the, the zoom or web or Skype maybe, or, well, hopefully everybody has enough toilet paper, and then you could do Skype and wipe. Okay, there you go. There it is. Yeah, I like Skype and wipe. No, I, d- I did my best. That's not going to be a very social activity, right? Well, I don't know. Yeah, see, because it's Skype and wipe. That's how people bring their computers into the <laughs> into the bathroom, <laughs> and, you, they, so and so they, so take have, shits, you, they take shits. They take shits together. Explain to me how the Skype and wipe. Like, what's the procedure here? I think what it would really be, honestly, is that people get so comfortable doing video conferencing and are aware that people can't see below their chest or their waist because the way they hold it. People, because we've all done this. I, I know the both of you had. I have where you have phone calls while you're on the toilet, right? You don't tell the other person, "Oh, hey, by the way, I want to get all the figures on the economic outlay for next quarter, but I'm taking a shit." No, that's not what you say. You just listen, right? So maybe people will do that. It's like, yeah. They won't say it to the other person. They won't say, hey, let's Skype and wipe. But someone else will say, like, hey, what'd you do today? Oh, I did some Skype and wipe. Well, I got to say, I'm a I'm a Taco Bell manager, but I've... You're a Taco Bell demolitionist. 
<sighs> anyway, go ahead. Oh, Sorry. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, anyway, I know this therapist, actually, he's doing remote therapy, and, and he's now just doing it in his boxers. He puts on a button-up. <laughs> and uh, the camera's pointing at the top half of his body. There's even a fireplace with a fire in it, like in the background, but the <laughs> camera is such that um, he can wear his boxers and yeah, do yeah. therapy remotely. I, I don't have a problem cute. with that. I think that's completely 100% legitimate. Like, you can go to a business meeting and not wear underwear. You wear your pants. People don't need to know you're not wearing underwear. It's your choice. What boss could tell you, hey, Peterson, Peter's out. I want you in underwear. You can't say that, right? Nobody cares. <laughs> So if no one can see right. your your butt, wear whatever you want on your butt. We're assless chaps. Chris, do you ever, when you do your um, zappy hours, are you like going commando or wearing some spandex? What's your what's your deal? Yeah, so we have the camera position for zappy hours such that you can see our whole bodies. Uh, so. Okay, so you got to go. Okay. You got to do the full non Monty. Gotcha. Okay. Hey, Joe, but, Neil. So jo people can see your entire pajama outfit. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. For for social and engagement. Slippers, like yeah. I like I said earlier, for WebEx, cameras off, you know. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah, not yeah. a normal attire. So Joe, we got ten minutes left and I want you to do your questions, but I got another thing that's gonna take about five minutes. So ask your questions about Cabin in the Woods. So you guys you guys got through it without pausing, right? Yep. yep. How much shit talking and commentary was there from both you guys and your wives and, and how much shit talking was happening? Not a lot. Um, and Chris, you can tell me, I mean, okay. Alice and I have seen the movie before. Uh, Chris and Daisy had not seen the movie before. So that part of it also, um, even though we were synced up, there's going to be a little bit of a delay when you're talking to the other person, right? Cause by the time they hear it, well, I don't know, maybe there isn't, I don't know. But point is, is that there was some, but, it wasn't, I know that's something you want to do, um, Neil, Joe, and I want to, too. I want to do some shit talking with you while we watch a movie. But the four of us, Chris, am I wrong in that estimation? Yeah, I'd say uh, just to quantify, maybe like 30% chatting, 70% yeah. just watching. Yeah. So, so it wasn't disruptive to the film. Everybody right. was able to keep up with the film. People weren't irritated that people were talking over the film. No. No, it, See, it because we used to have like we used to have movie parties over at my house with people that have been on the show, like uh, Jen and Gus Powell, yeah. who are on the show sometimes, and and Ryan and Brendy, and these are all like JBC guests, and What's, and uh, uh, we used to watch movies with them, but we had to stop because everybody was just yelling and screaming over the movie, <laughs> and so yeah. there was no. <laughs> And so then we, we instituted this pause thing where we could pause and let people kind of get it out of their system and then return to the movie. That didn't work either. So <laughs> we won't do – we're not going to be doing Skype and wine with those people. We're going to okay. – I don't know. It'll be just, you know, stay home by yourself and scream yeah. at your own television screen. <laughs> That's what Socially distance called. even via the internet. I like that. Um, yeah. Uh, I do. I do think though that the uh, I, I I'm going to do this again if Daisy's up for it with the Chris and Daisy show, and I also want to do it with the um, Neil Joe and his wife, whatever her name show is. And then also, real quick before we move on, Neil Joe Neil, you mentioned JBC. Now, what the fuck is JBC? I know this podcast is called Chicken Brothers for the podcast soul. So, what's this JBC nonsense? Is it some uh, other podcast if, you listen if, to? If you remember, it was a podcast that existed um, before the virus hit. Oh, that's right. 
that just be cousins yeah. or something. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And, just and, be cousins. And there were a lot of guests, and and I'm yeah. and I'm friends with a lot of those people. Okay, so that's right. That's yeah, you're just familiar to explain with. to to our listeners. You know, yeah. maybe you find their uh, banter d- disruptive or distracting, uh, but you still want to get with them socially. Um, you know, I can speak from personal experience. If they start the wine early enough, they'll be nearly comatose by the time the movie starts. And so maybe that's the the okay. protocol that you can institute. Yeah, get, there you go. It's called shit faced in MySpace. Wait, no, there's no more MySpace. That doesn't work. Never mind. Um, okay, here let's let's do this before we can't because I'm real proud and I shouldn't be. It's stupid, but. Um, you mentioned JVC, which is interesting because that guy, that guy on there. Um, he does like you do, Neil Joe Neil. He does the um, obscenitized song thing, and that kind of inspired me. I thought, you know what? There's a lot of music out there that I hate. We talk about this all the mm-hmm. time. You know, I'm very particular about the music I like. I like music. I think I like music more than the average person does. I mean, maybe everybody thinks that, and I'm stupid, but I think I do. But then there's music that I don't like, and it occurred to me maybe I could change the music to be about something I like. And then I will like the music more because even though I don't like the music, I got to admit the people who make it are actually really good musicians. Right. So that's what I did. Okay. I'm going to call it. I don't know what to call it. It's not obscenitizing. I don't know if it's happy, happyifying in the song. I don't know what it is, but if this works, I might do it again. So can I play for you guys the okay. first, the first one I did? Let's hear it. I can't wait. Okay. And it's got like an intro and stuff. So, okay. I'm just going to play. Here we go. That's when I said, lady, that wasn't a flute. And your embouchure really needs a lot of work. <laughs> so anyway, here's Wonder Bra. Today is gonna be the day that your boobs are no longer droop By now you should have realized that they don't belong in your soup I don't believe that anybody likes to see your boobs hanging down Back sore, your boobs are on the floor, your nipples are raising wood Let's see, set your knockers free, make them feel the way that they should. I do believe with booby support, we can make them stop swinging round. <laughs> Cause everybody's booby should look perky. To make the booby lovers go all berserky. There are many things that I like to do with your gazongas now Cause baby Your boobs are so worth saving So here you are It's a wonder bra
that your boobs are no longer true So sweet, your lovely sweater meat, I wanna give them a boob I don't believe that anybody will ever compare your udders to a cow's <laughs> Your boobs are now so light, it's like they're floating And I would like to do some motor boating There are many things that you can do Like run without getting black eyes now Cause baby, your tits are all that I am craving, and I'm in awe, thanks to your wonder bra. Cause baby, I wanna stop making craving. Wonder bra. Yes, lady, your boobs are now so amazing. Your boobs are now so amazing. Time to stop misbehaving. Come here! Ow! Boy! What the f- Boy! <coughs> we may not be bigger than the Beatles, but we're certainly a lot better at violence. <laughs> <laughs> You're full of shite. Okay, so, yeah. So, uh, um, j- just to bring things full circle for Neil, the whole time that was playing on my screen here, I had IMDb up for Sophie's Choice. <laughs> <laughs> if I could go back in time, I would go back to the Gallagher brothers and I would do a Sophie's Choice on their mom. It's choose one. Only one makes it. I don't want to hear Oasis anymore. I want to hear either Ola or Sis. You got to choose. Yeah, I hate Oasis, but now that song means something to me. I think your Liam Gallagher impersonation was fucking spot on. I, I, I think, yeah, I obviously one of the more gifted accent uh, persons. <laughs> God, what a bunch of crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, thank you for that. You know what, Joe? Oh, um, Joe Neal, I, uh, I, um, I need to turn this down. I can't find the button. There it is. Sorry. <laughs> I did that in part because it makes you look even better than you already are with the ones you do. We, you, we should put it on an album of just your obscenitized songs. I think we probably have enough for an album. Probably, maybe yeah. Maybe a double album at this point. <laughs> maybe, maybe. All right. So, um, Joe, thanks for letting me fuck around with you. Uh, Chris, thanks for being on the show. This this was a weird one. Yeah, let's be let's be honest. It's pretty much how things usually go. There's a bunch of crap thrown around at each other for an hour. 
this is our real theme song, by the way. Just you know, would you think well, about? Well, I thought I thought it was a silly episode, and that's what I look forward to. And yeah. honestly, this week, that's I really need that. I needed the silliness. It was so refreshing. It was a necessity. Good, good. Yeah, it really. So it, thank you for. That. All I could think of is that I have to do something for April Fool's Day to Joe. And this is the only thing I can think of. So I didn't really prank you or anything. I didn't really get you. But I thought I'd just mess around and just fuck around and just, yeah. Anyway. I, I, was, I, was, I was surprised. I didn't, I, I was confused. You can, <laughs> our listener will be able to tell at the beginning. Yeah. I, I, I was taken aback and uh, stricken silent. Small <laughs> anecdote. Uh, this true story. I'm not making this up. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing, but I'm going to tell you a story anyway. The whole idea came to me when I heard the song that I played at the intro. Okay? And I heard the song as the background music of a video of a woman who was doing things that made her quite happy. And while I watched it, I also was quite happy, if you catch my meaning. Okay, so I knew I wanted to use that. You were music. watching a cooking show. Yeah, that's she right. Was, she was making brownies. Yeah, she was and making. You were thinking about eating brownies. Yeah, with a lot of so. stirring. And anyway, so I knew I wanted to use the music, so I I, I shazammed it. Yeah, I shazammed a porno. I did it, and <laughs> nice. And shazam was you know all what like, I call that. What's that? I call that jizzamming. Jizz. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I, uh, I shazammed it and it said it's from the uh, Gladiator soundtrack. So I listened to it. It's not from the Gladiator soundtrack. It is a singer that I like a whole lot by coincidence. She's the Lisa Gerard, I think. She's the singer for Dead Can Dance. Anyway, but it had been it's been remixed by some, some, some kind of club thing. So I looked everywhere on the internet, could not find it. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just record it off of the porno because the the lovely young woman doesn't make any noise. She's too busy, you know mixing those brownies making brownies yeah yeah so i had to leave it because i i don't bookmark porn usually so i had to leave it on my as a tab on my computer for like a fucking week so every time i turn on my computer there she is making brownies while this awesome music plays and i'm like okay good good but i need to i need to check my email anyway true story the things we sacrifice for this show that's right well, Chris, I hope you had fun. It was I nice to meet fun. you. It was, it was a pleasure. Thank you. And we'll definitely, if you want to, and you're not obliged, we'll have you back. Because what else are you going to do, right? That's true. If you get a Anytime dick- we can have an astronaut <laughs> on the show, we need to take that opportunity. So how many times right. do you guys tell that boldly go where no man has gone before joke before somebody smacks you in the face? Uh, you know, that's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Well, I'm going to go on mute. Joe, you're going to shout something. Chris, thanks again. After we hit stop, we'll, we'll talk some real talk that the listener will never hear. Haha, listener. But you wish you were here. Anyway. Good night, everybody. Or good morning or whatever. I don't know. Podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, even though we never post anything. Yes. And uh, if you're going to rate and review us, five stars only, please. Or Shags or will fuck Shags your mom. will yeah. molest your mother. Yeah. <laughs>
Shags is a woman, by the way. That makes it okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah!